Okay, hello. I feel like I have a lot to freaking say today. And I think it's really important and really valuable. This kind of conversation is perfect timing all the time, right? It's coming up for me in a few different ways, like my own business, things that I'm going through, things that I had just gone through previously, and also just with clients. And so again, I felt like having the conversation today around launch mastery, essentially. And I mean that mostly from an energetic and a mindset perspective, which then leads to it from a practical perspective, right? So I want to preface this by saying and kind of bring you through a story uh, or a you know tidbit here that I feel is important. It's me sharing transparently with you to set the scene, set the tone, if you will. So a few weeks ago, uh, as many of you obviously saw in here, I launched a brand new mastermind called Unapologetic Empire, and I wanted to have six women in it. It, the irony of it is that it definitely was not the most expensive thing I've ever offered. Like I've had masterminds that are more expensive. I've had one-on-one clients that pay me significantly more amount of money. But as many of you know, my business over the past few years has largely been this scaled, you know, I don't want to say low end model. I feel like for the first few years, it was definitely more on the lower end of things. But, you know, again, I've been launching things for $1,500, $2,000. It's, like that price point, right. For like a group program, that's my comfort zone. And so while I have, and I've gotten, of course, one-on-one clients through the years, it has been a situation where it's compared to the things that I'm normally launching, like within my sales system, masterminds or high level, high ticket things are very rarely things that I am pushing for two, three weeks. And so it's this odd thing where on one hand, I fully know the price is worth it. I fully know my ability to coach at a higher level. Those things are not like scary for me or anything along those lines, but the launching of it is not as comfortable as again, the group programs, the low end things where those have been the things that have been like my bread and butter for years. It's again, it's just a little bit uncomfortable and I'm being fully transparent with you saying some things that aren't necessarily fun for me too. But as you know, I like to be transparent with you and tell you all the things I think that in working the way that I've worked over the years in terms of, again, the low end stuff, I have sometimes compared myself to, you know, the coaches and the mentors out there that are charging significantly more money than me. And in some ways I have, even though I know it's factually true, sometimes I have in that way failed to see myself as like a high level coach or somebody who is seen as a high level coach. And again, I know that that's not factually true, but it's just something, again, it's a little outside of my comfort zone. And so when I launched this mastermind, I launched it really intentionally And what I mean by that is I genuinely honest to God, and I'm saying this honest to God now, because I'm not selling you, it's it's already sold out. So I wouldn't have to lie to you here. Not that I lie to you anyway, but you know what I mean? I really felt called to work with six women that I really wanted to work with on a deep level. And I really carefully crafted that container, right? Like I really was like thinking about how I really genuinely honest to God want to serve people. I want to want to go into Voxer and check those messages, so on and so forth. And so I was leading from purpose and I was leading from a place of desire and leading from a place of excitement, leading from this place of desire balanced out with, I was, I caught myself the first like week or so that I launched it. I don't remember how many days it was. I put it out there as like a, you know, like you, many of you know, like I have a full, normally when I sell something, I have a full blown sales page with details. It's, you know, it's a longer thing. It's a sales page. 
this, I launched and it was very like straightforward. It was like six spots, six high level women. Here are the details. There was no really element of sales to it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But in retrospect, I really caught myself being self-protective in the sense of like, I wasn't letting myself go all in on what I wanted to say as a means of if it didn't work out, I could kind of sit there and say, oh, well, you know, this isn't what I do. This isn't what people know me for. It's fine. It's no big deal. I'll just move on. And I caught myself in that moment. And so the first couple of days, right? Like, I, I don't remember how many days, but let's just say the first five or so days of the mastermind launch, it was crickets, literally nobody applying, nobody reaching out, nothing. And I was just, you know, journaling and I was like reflecting on it and I wasn't freaking out as much as I was just uncomfortable. And I was just like, okay, this, this doesn't feel good. And I had to, you know, I'm sitting there thinking about, okay, like, you know, maybe, maybe I do just call this off. Maybe I just stop marketing it and nobody will notice and whatever else it is. And which like, it doesn't work for me because I'm always so transparent with you. So it's like, not like I can really hide anything from you, even if I wanted to. But my point is, is that I asked myself the very important question, which I've been just like working on a lot lately is what decision is going to help my confidence and what decision is going to hurt my confidence. And so what I mean by that, I knew in that moment that if I just called off the mastermind, stopped selling it, and I just kind of like let it go, it was going to be something that lingered for me. It was going to feel like residue all over everything else that I was trying to do. And I just wasn't going to feel proud of myself. I wasn't going to feel like I gave that my all. I was going to walk away from it feeling like, oh, I had a shitty launch. It didn't work. I failed. It, like I'm all of the negative things that I was telling myself, even though, again, I factually knew they weren't true. Any negative stories that were, I was telling myself, I knew that I was going to basically affirm those stories with kind of quitting and walking away. And it was just this moment for me where I was like, I'm not willing to fuck do that. Like I'm not willing to do that. And a big part of why I was not willing to do that was because, and this is going to sound like an obvious thing to say, and I've said it a million times, but all of you need the reminder over and over and over and over again. The reason that I kept going with it was because I came back to a place of purpose and desire. I genuinely wanted to do that mastermind. It was not about the money. It was not about the money. I want to make a lot of fucking money. Let's be clear. As I've said to you a million times, though, there's a very big difference between doing something because you want to do it and doing something because you want the money. Those are two very, 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 very different things. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting the money. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying I would do a mastermind for free. But it wasn't about, oh, I just want to make money off of this. It was, again, I was genuinely desiring to hold space for the people that I wanted to bring into this container. And I want to say it this way, too, because when we are thinking about, and I've been having this, again, this conversation with clients, all of it. I know, I don't care how much money you've made, because again, you're, you, you've all done this. I, 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 I have these conversations and I, have, like, I, I go through the same things with clients, no matter what amount of money that they're making, right? I'm saying that because you could be somebody who has made hundreds of thousands of dollars online and you're going to have that moment where you launch something new and it feels a little bit uncomfortable. And as soon as it's not working out the way you want it to, it's not that you're lazy and it's not that you want instant gratification. It's that you've gotten used to something feeling easier. You've gotten something, you've gotten used to things feeling comfortable and the moment you feel a little bit challenged, it's easy to kind of like pivot and shift and shift gears 
to go back to kind of like the comfort of what has worked. It's, it's easy to be in that fearful place. Right. But again, I had to think about this in terms of, I want to do this mastermind. And so, yes, I want six women in this mastermind, but I refuse to quit on myself and I refuse to not sell it to the best of my ability because again, I want to be in the place rather than focusing on, I need six women. I want it to be in the place where I don't care if one person signs up for this. I don't care if two people sign up for this. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm selling this because I want to actually do this. And that might have sounded very simple for many of you, but I really want you to take this in because if you are somebody who is trying to sell something, let's say you have a goal of 10 people or whatever it is, you sitting there feeling like, oh, I might not get the 10, so it's not worth my time, or I'm going to, again, pivot, shift gears, right there tells us there's something out of whack in terms of your purpose, in terms of your desire. And again, you know, there's obviously nuance to this, and sometimes it doesn't feel worth it to do a million different things for if it's not worth your time. But at the end of the day, again, I'm I'm always trying to come back to this place of only focusing on selling things I want to sell and speaking to it from the perspective of, again, desire. And when you do that, I feel like it sounds simple the way that I'm saying this, but I feel like 99% of the time, so many of the questions that so many of you ask would not be asked if you were remembering fucking purpose. If you were remembering desire, you are so focused on getting the sale and what might look good or might look bad, or again, you know, the money you want, all of those kind of things. And again, I get that. I'm not shaming you. I'm not making you wrong for that. But if you allow the desire or the need for money or the desire and need to not look dumb because you didn't sell out your launch, if you let your ego override what you're actually purposely here to do, launching will continue to be hard. It will continue to be this thing where you want to quit on yourself because again, you're doing things for the outcome instead of for, for the purpose of it all. And so I, again, I was talking about this last week on the call on the live training, but like, I literally envision it like, um, like an arrow, right? Like it's like this arrow bringing you to the other side. It's like an arched arrow. And it's so, I, I think I said this before, but like my, uh, one of my coaches, Nicole, she said to me one time when we were talking about obviously like dating and men or whatever. And I was talking about, I don't know, like I was saying that I was feeling in the void. It was easy for me to like talk to somebody, even though I knew that person wasn't right for me because it was feeling better than nothing when I was in that void. And she was like, the, the comfort in the void needs to be the vision. And I know I've said that before, but like for any of you, you have to not allow your analytical brains to like run the show and to take over your ego, to take over all of the reasons that this might not work. Cause sure. Those, those, those things are true, right? Like they're valid to look at like, okay, what the problems might be, or if this doesn't sell out fine, but if you discipline yourself to come back to a place of it working and it working, because it's something that you really want to do so many of the answers and so many of the struggles clear up pretty much on their own. And Again, I know that I'm saying it again, that I know it sounds simple and I know I've said this a million times, but like I said, I have this conversation constantly and like, you have to take yourself and the money out of the shit. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, because it's hurting you. I'm not saying that because it's fluffy and it sounds pretty and don't make it about the money. No, I want you to make a fuck ton of money, but you making about the money is fucking you. 
over and over and over again. And I can't stress that enough. And so again, for me, the other part of this that I want to say in terms of just like holding the faith throughout a launch is that I feel like this is like manifestation 101 and we all kind of like get this, but I had conversations going with a few different women. And then I had a conversation with somebody who kind of came to me out of nowhere. She was a referral and she did a single session with me. And then she, we decided that she, she was a good fit for the mastermind. It was just such an interesting thing for me. Cause again, she came to me while I was in the kind of the middle of launching this. And I was having like wonky, uncomfortable feelings about the whole thing. And I had a call with her and it was a call that just, she was like, perfect, like to a T perfect, like personality wise, everything, the exact kind of person that I want to help. It was literally picture perfect. And I, you know, I know this from experience, but it's a situation where like, let's say if we're talking about myself and I'm selling a six person mastermind and I don't have anybody signed up or anybody who has reached out yet. I think it's very easy to kind of like get into this really bad place because you're going from, okay, zero people. And now I've got to believe that I'm going to get six people like that. That feels hard to believe in this moment. Like it feels like there's such a far way to go. But then those moments we have where there's one person that shows us evidence of what's possible, it's a game changer, right? And that can happen instantly. And so I'm saying that because for any of you, this, this applies to dating, this applies to all the things it's a situation where sure you can feel very far away from what you want. Like, okay, like I'm not going to find love for a long time. It feels so far away. I haven't been in love in a long time. I haven't felt those feelings in a long time. Or it feels like, Oh God, like I'm so far away from getting anybody selling out this mastermind, let alone, you know, or getting a sale, let alone, let alone selling the whole thing out. It's, and I'm saying this in like this harsh way to just like, again, hopefully in in a spirit of helping you discipline yourself a little bit further, It's your motherfucking job to believe that anything can turn around in a moment. It's actually like, I'm not just saying this, like guys, it's actually your job here because if you are sitting there selling something, and again, these are the conversations that I have to have with myself. If you are sitting there selling something and you don't believe that people are going to buy it, it's probably because again, you're coming from an outcome oriented place. You're coming from a place of ego instead of from the place of purpose. The goal is for you to discipline the fuck out of yourself to understand and to know that the thing that you are doing, the thing that you are launching, the thing that you are creating is so goddamn good that somebody could come out of nowhere at any given time and sign up for the thing. It's your job to hold space for that. And again, I'm saying this because I'm not, I'm saying this in a harsh way, but I'm speaking to you as I speak to myself and the things that I have to go through myself, but like so many of you quitting so early, it's inexcusable. And again, I'm saying that in a harsh way, but it's, if you want to play the long game with all of this, right? If you want to play the long game with all of this, you don't get to quit when it doesn't go your way immediately. And again, if like if we're talking about when we're in the middle of that situation where, where it's not working the way that we want to, it to work. That's where if I'm not, if I'm sitting there that doubting that people are going to buy, if I'm in an, I'm in a fucked up energy, I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood because I don't think that anyone's going to buy it. I'm feeling anxious, so on and so forth. It's my job to be 10 steps ahead of you in the sense that I've got to be 10 times more, 10 steps ahead, whatever, 10 times more sold on the thing that I'm selling you than you are. That's it. 
And so I need to get myself to a place where I'm like, I know that people are signing up for this. I, I know because the idea that somebody couldn't is just laughable. And so let's just compare this again. I'm not an expert here, but let's just use the context of dating and, and whatever, love. My job, right, is to, like, again, many of you know, kind of like my story, like I was single for, I'm, I'm still single, but like I was single for a really long time after my breakup. I wasn't dating anything like that. And like for a really long time, like I literally didn't date for five years. And I mentally, emotionally, energetically, vibrationally, all of it was very shut down. I was like, like love is not in the cards or not, not in the cards. I knew I would fall in love, but like, it was like nowhere near where I was in terms of like feeling like it was close, feeling like I welcomed it in feeling like, not that I was necessarily not worthy of it, but I was still too guarded to even think about the idea of falling in love. And so obviously it's not a shock that somebody didn't just like fucking barge into my apartment and propose to me. It's not, it's not shocking when I was putting up that wall, that that kind of was what I was receiving back. My job now as a woman who desires love and partnership and desires connection and chemistry, my job is to believe that at any given moment, Somebody could pop out of the gas station. It's my job to believe that it's around the corner and not from the perspective of making it about them, but knowing that I'm fucking worthy of it happening at any given moment. At any given time, it could happen because I'm so fucking worthy and deserving of that, that of course it's coming my way. And I don't have to focus on, again, the how necessarily, but I have to, again, hold space for the fact that it's coming. And so again, this to me, so much of this comes down to the whole, to me, the you're fucking welcome principle. To me, when I'm sitting there saying you're fucking welcome for selling, step number one in that for me always is to be massively motherfucking clear and confident about the thing itself, right? We don't get to show up on a date and expect somebody to fall in love with us or want somebody to fall in love with us if we're not in love with ourselves. We don't get to expect people to fall in love with paying us if we're not in love with the thing that we're selling. Like it just doesn't fucking make sense. It's it, it, it's backwards. So again, for me, you're fucking welcome. It's always about being able to be really solid about the thing itself, to trust that the thing itself is going to work because you believe in it so deeply. And then to show up and articulate what you want to say authentically, genuinely without the walls, right? Without the self-protection mechanism right? So again, I'm saying that because if we go back to the mastermind, I was not saying the things that I really wanted to say about the mastermind. Again, that, which I'm laughing at myself because I'm seeing some things in my dating life very clearly as I talk about this, but that the parallels, but that sales page initially when it barely said anything, that was equivalent to me showing up in a very fear-based way on a date and not really being myself to protect myself, to be like, okay, whatever. If this guy doesn't like me, I don't care because I wasn't being my real self anyway. It was a self-protective mechanism. And again, I think the real power and the real strength is being vulnerable and honest. And like I said, coming from a place of desire. So again, to come back to this thing about my point about however many you sell, it was, I wanted to shift into this place about the mastermind that I was like, I don't care how many people sign up for it. It's not about me selling out the mastermind. It's not about the money. It's about, I genuinely want to do this. Here's how I, what, what I, the work that I genuinely want to do in the world. And this is what's going to energize me. And this is what actually excites me. And this is what I'm holding space for. And when I started showing up, speaking to that, that's when I don't, I don't, I don't know if we sold it out in a week, but pretty much, right. Like I pretty much sold it out in a week. I had the 63 K week, the one week. And then after that, I had like the rest of it fill up and I'm, I'm, I'm on cloud nine with the people that are in it. And 
we, like I told you, I had our, we had our first hundred K cash month in a while. Like it had been a while since we had done that. And I'm saying that for you, hopefully that you see clearly, because again, I know that every single person in this fucking video right now that is watching this, I don't care how much money you've made. Every single one of you have been in the middle of a launch and you have thought about quitting. You've thought about canceling it. You've thought about letting it go. And I could have done that. And the difference between me having a hundred K month versus not was the difference between me deciding to push through and go after what I fucking wanted and not doing that and quitting on myself and staying safe and staying comfortable. And it, it really is so often guys with so much of this is that I, I find that this comes up in terms of launches. Again, like I was saying, when it is a little bit uncomfortable, when it, maybe it is a higher price point, or maybe it is a new container that you haven't done before. And again, that's like, I, I've, I've been talking to a one client that I work with uh, a lot and she's just in the middle of a launch where she's doing something that is a little bit different for her. And I said to her from the beginning, I was like, this is going to be uncomfortable for you. Like, this is going to be an uncomfortable launch for you. And you need to be okay with that and understand that. And last time we talked, I was like, she was kind of having a moment. And I was like, let me ask you something. I was like, what has your day looked like today? And she was just speaking to the fact that like, you know, she didn't do her morning routine. She kind of went into overworking. She kind of went into distraction mode and she knows better, right? Like she's been doing this for a really long time. This is a very successful entrepreneur that I'm talking about, but she caught herself like, again, being in this place of discomfort. And so rather than leaning into the discomfort and kind of like going after what she wanted, it felt easy, more easy to almost take a few steps back because that's the comfortable feeling right? Like going, going back to, to what has happened in the past, that was more familiar, I should say. And just, again, I'm bringing that up because so often when we want to do something new, we don't just embrace that it's going to be uncomfortable and then work through that discomfort and keep choosing what we want to be true. Anyway, we allow the discomfort to kind of let us freak the fuck out. And again, I'm saying that because I sat there and I was like, I'm just going to call off the mastermind. Nobody will notice. Like it's fine. I'll just run, I'll just sell a 500 K sales system or I'll sell something else. And I was thinking about just doing something that has been comfortable and familiar to me. And I'm so grateful to myself for having that moment where I was like, no, like I'm not fucking doing that. I make decisions that make me more confident, not less confident. That's, I think it's just, again, it's personal integrity and it's honoring yourself. And I don't know. So I'm saying all of this because I just want to make sure that you all know and embrace and understand that the art of launching right over and over again, it's, it's, it's a skill to master, but more than anything, it's about mastering your mindset and mastering your emotions and mastering and disciplining yourself around the belief and the feeling that you are going to get what you fucking want. That's it. Like I told you, my dating mantra is I'm going to get what I want. I'm giving you the opportunity to give it to me. You're fucking welcome. Uh, If we're comparing it to launching, it's this thing where keeping your eye, keeping your heart and your energy on the vision of how you want to feel and how you want to do things is the priority. And again, from a place of desire, from a place of purpose. And, but if we're coming back to it with like, again, launching, we're, we're focusing on that. It, it's that balance between having a desire for what you truly want, but also not getting too attached to how it works or who buys, because you know, you're going to get what you ultimately want. Right. So again, to compare it, my point was, is that 
I like, if we're going into something like a launch, I see a lot of people, you do this where let's say somebody reaches out to you, right? You think they might buy, you think that might be a good fit for whatever. And you get overly attached to like, okay, this person has to buy, this person is going to be the sale. This person is going to be the person who moves forward. And we allow our energy to kind of bank on that person instead of coming back to the belief around, I'm going to get what I want. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to like be part of it. You're fucking welcome. And if it's not them, it's somebody else, right? If it's not them, it's somebody else. And that happens again when you are, I'll say it again, it, that only happens when you are leading with purpose and desire. If you are just making it about the sale, you can't do that. If I'm just making it about falling in love, I can't see things clearly. And I feel really excited that like, I'm in this place where I feel like I've been doing this for a long time, but I see things really fucking clearly. I'm not in an energy of caring that I get picked as much as I'm super clear that again, I'm going to get what I want. I'm giving you the opportunity to give it to me. And you're lucky to be in that place versus again, being overly attached to that person. And so again, I'm saying that because I feel like so many of you are overly attached to how things go in terms of your launches, in terms of how you sell things out. And it's your job to reconnect to, again, the vision, right? Reconnect to the vision of, I have this amazing thing. And there are six women out there that are going to fill this thing that are, it's perfect for that. Again, I've created this. Like, I know that it's right. I know that it's this thing that people need. That's why I did it this way. And that trust and that faith that like, it's going to come no matter motherfucking what, not necessarily on your forced timeline, not necessarily, you know, from that person that you wanted it to come from. Like my mastermind, I had no idea that that person was going to read. I'll, I'll just break this down for you too. My, the person that reached out to me, the referral, the first person to sign up for the mastermind, I had no idea where she came from. And I do, but like, it was like, it came out of nowhere was more my point. I know where she came from, but like it came out of nowhere. The second person that signed up, I'm literally walking because at, at, at first when I launched it, it was the call to action was to, I guess, Voxer me. Yeah, it was to Voxer me. And she Voxered me, but she Voxered me and she was like, I don't think this is for me, like, but it looks amazing. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm ready for it yet, but like, this is amazing. It's exactly what I'm looking for. You know, I just want, I wanted to tell you that. And like, then we dove into the conversation. It wound up feeling like, okay, she actually is a right fit. And she took a few days to make her decision, which is fine. I was detached from it. But again, I didn't, I think, I think it was the, why it was weird. I think it's because I had changed it from send me a Voxer to an application at that point. And so I wasn't expecting a random Voxer but she boxered me. And so again, it was just this thing where like, I wasn't expecting it to happen, but it came in a different way. Somebody else DM'd me and was like, I'm trying to make this work. I really want to make this happen. Wound up signing up. Like you never, and then uh, there are other people that I just like, I felt like were a good fit. I was like content with like, okay, I sold that many. I'm fine. And then I was like, I really want to fill this up. And I had clients that I had previously worked with. So I just sent them like a very like easy nonchalant email. And I was like, I think this would be a good fit for you. Boom. Signed up, paid in full. And like, if I, again, that's, I think that's another point or here, because if I was just coming from a place of wanting to make the money or just wanting to get the sale, I would not have sent an email. I would not have done direct outreach. And these are, I only reached out to this, these two particular people, like they work together. I never do that. Like I very, very, very rarely do that, but I was allowing 
again, I was allowing myself to lead from a place of purpose and desire. I'll keep saying it. I was allowing myself to lead from a place of purpose and desire. So sending an email didn't feel like a big deal. It wasn't this thing where I was like, okay, let me think of everybody I can possibly email and force them to sign up. It was a situation where, again, I reached out to people who I was like in the, in the energy of the desire and purpose. I was like, these people would be perfect and I would love to work with them. So let me just do that and see what happened. Boom. Said yes, almost automatically. And again, paid in full. And those little things, right? Like I, I want you to, again, feel what I'm saying here. Those little tiny shifts, those little tiny decisions between I'm not going to do this or I'm going to do this. Like, again, I'm assuming many of you and any one of us would like an extra 20 grand paid in full. Like nobody's mad at that. And just to embrace the idea that like sometimes just taking a bold action in the name of purpose and desire, it could actually be really easy. And it's the thing that makes all the difference. It's the difference between you making that 20 K and not making that 20 K. And so you, it's easier to shoot your shot when you're coming from a place of purpose and desire. And so again, this whole thing of like understanding that when you are running the launch race, You don't get to fucking quit on yourself. You don't get to not believe. You don't get to expect other people to believe in your stuff more than you. And I want you to embrace those moments where you feel uncomfortable and work through them, figure out what's going on, take the extra time to figure out what's going on. And again, come back to that place of purpose and desire. I want to share with you, and I meant to share in the beginning, but I launched, and again, I'm just being, I'm just being very transparent with you. I launched Simplify and Scale, and I feel like I had just like some personal things going on when I initially launched it, and I knew I wanted it to be a more expensive container. Not, I don't think it's expensive, but I think it's a more high-end, like I wanted it to be a higher-level group program, and I was working out like the logistics of it in terms of like how long it's going to be, and for whatever reason, I, I, I can't tell you exactly why, I wound up landing on 90 days. I think I ran it for 90 days last time. I landed on 90 days and for it was the price was 6K. And 90 days with the content, just the content alone, I believe is worth 6K. And then the 90 days of group coaching calls very much felt like worth 6K. But it didn't feel 100% aligned for me. And again, you know, not my first rodeo. When normally, when I don't feel like something is fully aligned, I'll dive into it a little bit deeper. I'll adjust the container. And because again, I, I know to do that. Over the past few weeks between filling out the mastermind and it being like a good chunk of work to onboard everybody, but then also just like some personal things going on for whatever reason, I just hadn't given myself that time or space to really get behind simplify and scale. And when I wasn't trying to let yesterday, I was like, I think it was like in the shower and I was like, why I want this to be six months. And the reason that I want it to be six months is I want, and again, I'm I'm sharing this with you as a pitch, but also as a lesson. I think that there is a very real shortage of high level strategy, guidance, and support online. As many fucking coaches as there are, it's a lot of people talking about selling and sharing the same things over and over again, which again, I'm guilty of in, in a lot of cases, there's nothing wrong with that selling what you're good at. But I feel like there's this missing piece for somebody who is, again, making six figures, knows their strategy, they know how to make money, but they just kind of need some turns of the dial here and there. And there's something missing in terms of content, but there's also something missing in terms of more ongoing support. That's not, you know, 3000 or above a month. And so when I was thinking about it, this again, from a place of purpose and desire, I genuinely honest to God, 
desire to have this container be this thing where a it's like going on all the time, meaning like, I really like the container itself. And I want so badly to be able to be that person who provides the higher level strategy, the higher level content, the higher level support. And so 6,000 is still not a small amount of money, but it's 6,000 for six months versus 6,000 for three months, the way it was yesterday. And that feels so much better to me. And it feels so much more spacious and clean for me. And so like, I, I feel really excited about that and I feel really anchored in it. And so I say all of that because if you are somebody who is at six figures above, maybe you don't have like an ongoing one-on-one coach right now. Maybe you don't have somebody that you're working with like in in an in-depth way. If you are constantly on this cycle, hamster wheel of launching things and then freaking the fuck out about it or not being fully behind your offer or not knowing exactly why your launch, your marketing is or isn't connecting, you're consistently reinventing the wheel you're consistently feeling like you're working too hard to make money. You're not stretching what you've already done. You need in on this. And I literally challenge you, literally challenge you to find the level of content and the level of support in this program for this price. Like I, 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 I challenge you to do that because it's, it doesn't exist. I know that it doesn't exist. And my job is to make it exist. And again, it feels very purposeful and exciting for me. I want to create this. I want to have this space that isn't there. Um, and so I'm excited about it for that reason. I'm excited about it for that reason. And so the doors will not be closing. My plan was for the doors to close. My doors, the doors will not close on Friday, but the price is going up on Friday. So the price right now is 6000 paid in full. And uh, we have two different payment plans in place. We have a, we can stretch it out to six months now. And uh, after Friday, it will go up to 7,500. Uh, it will go up to 7,500. And so, and then what, I think it's like 1350 a month. And so I say that because I sincerely feel like the price at 7,500 is a no brainer, but Obviously, saving $1,500 is delightful and lovely. And so if you want to get in and save that, you should definitely do that, obviously, by Friday. And uh, the content in this program, I want it to be this thing where I'm adding to it all the time, not from a not purposeful way, but maybe this means I'm going to record a series of audios to put in there about calming the fuck down about your launches, right? I guess I'll do that now since I just said it. But that's the example of like, I want it to be this thing where it's constantly building and growing based on your needs. And I'm making the art, the act of simplifying your business and scaling it and making more money so much easier and so much more accessible for so many of you, because I don't say this in a bad way. I answer the same questions over and over and over again, right? Like the struggles that one client is having, the other five are having. And so again, my intention is to have this be this home base, if you will, for understanding how to sell to the masses and to stretch and to make more money in your business without necessarily reinventing the wheel or launching a million new things. Um, I'm excited for it to be that. I'm excited for you to master the art of launching and making money all the time at a higher level. And again, that higher level strategy. And so SaturdayShan.com for all the details, as always, for that. Again, price goes up on Friday. And that's that. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton, and I would be super grateful. 